podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good evening and welcome to the full-time Reds from the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, that's Kev, Liverpool 3, Norwich 1 at Anfield, finished about 10 minutes or so ago. Um, Liverpool take the three points and do they put pressure on City? I'm not too sure, City at home to Spurs, that kicks off in about half an hour's time, if I remember rightly. Um, if you're in the chat, you're very, very welcome, hit the like button while you're in there, subscribe if you haven't already, share across your social media and most of all, put those comments in there and we'll read as many as we possibly can as we grow throughout the show. Kev, 3-1 win, um, not the perfect performance no, by any means, um, bit of a strange lineup I don't think that many predicted but we got there in the end yeah that's all that matters the three points but you'd like to get there a bit more comfortable than what we did but at the same time playing sides from here on out that are down and around the bottom of the table are going to fight tooth and nail for everything and today was no different Norwich gave it a right go and credit to them they were brave playing it out from the back they tried to create overloads they tried to play and they're a completely different side to the one we played earlier in the season under Dean Smith. And, you know, whether he gets them safe or not, I don't know. But part of me is glad we don't do a halftime reaction show. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been interesting. Um, but it, it was one of those performances. Like, I thought once we got one, once it clicked, we'd have been fine. It was just getting that one. And in the first half, we could have had two or three. We created enough chances. We had enough. I think we had about. 15 efforts in the first half, something was, like that. Was, I think it was about, I think it was about 12 first half, four yeah, on target, well, I think, something along them lines. But it, there was enough chances. There were better than half chances. And, you know, you take one of them and it's a completely different game. You you relax into it a lot more. You know, it's just that even though I thought from the set pieces today we were poor. Yeah. But, you Which, know, ordinarily that's the we're the opposite of that. We're looking at the team, you know, Allison starts, um, he puts Gomez right back. I'm not a fan of Gomez or right no. back, but needs must, I suppose. He probably gets the, if he wants to rest, rest Trent, he probably gets the nod over Milner because I think their best player is probably the guy Rashiga, um, yeah. who can get at people down that left hand side. And he, he proved to be their best player, I thought, today as well. Yeah. He goes with Matip and Kanati, which we thought he would after Kanati, or Matip well, and Van Dyke after Kanati playing during the week. He gives Robertson a rest and puts Simakas in there. The midfield is where I was a bit concerned. Um, Henderson in that six just, he just doesn't really do it for me. And when you add in the two of Keita and uh, Oxley Chamberlain, I can see the reason behind Oxley Chamberlain to you know, get into spaces and shots or whatever it might be, but there was no real controller in there. And it felt a bit 4 2 3 1 ish. Um, it was. And That's how it lined up. Yeah. yeah, up front he plays Diaz. He plays Manny down the middle, which is fair enough, and Salah off off the uh, right hand side. Yeah. Um. But it was a mad start to it. Like Norwich cross one in that Allison has to tip over the bar. Yeah. Um, there's another one in the in Liverpool box. Then Simakas should score. How he doesn't yeah. is beyond me. Then then they put the ball in the net. He's he's well offside. Really well held well line. Uh, by by match of the day tonight, that's going to be a golden chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll probably yeah, count that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the line was brilliant on that. Pookie has that chance um, where he does really well to get back on side and take yeah. it. I, I expected him to score. But it was just end to end. Salah was brilliant, I thought. Um, 
he ran that poor fellow Williams ragged for most of the game. But it was a mad start to the game, wasn't it? Look, yeah. I was expecting Norris to come out and see, and see what he could do. And, you know, Pookie up front on his own, alone forage, and maybe Rashike and the other guy. Just Sergeant. Sergeant. Just, just um, Sergeant. Yeah, trying to support him. But Norwich came out and had a go, in fairness to them. For the first five minutes, anyway. Yeah, for the first 10 minutes, they were really brave. And that switch over towards Joe Gomez, they were trying to get in on that with Rashika quite a lot. He's a really good player. When yeah, they signed him for Werther Bremen, I thought, that's a clever signing. If he works out for the price they paid, then this, that could be really, really good. It just hasn't clicked for him yet. I think it will. I think it might, it might take going down and coming back up for him to really find his feet in English football. Mm. But see, I was the opposite. I thought Henderson was good today. Well, let me read no, out a few thought, comments. Let me read out a few yeah, comments and then we'll have yeah, to, yeah, yeah. not away. an argument over Henderson. But um, KGPG Godenks, I'm going to say, he says, don't blame Hendel. The other two his partner are not good enough. Uh, made hard work at us as Klopp the Mystic. Patrick Flannery felt the rocks was dreadful. Gomez did what he had to do. And it's unfair to play him a right back and judge him against Trent. Um, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we will no, judge him no, in that no. sense. Uh, Dilip Vasudevan, I hope I have that right, felt like it made, we made it more difficult than necessary, but a good win nonetheless. Now the ball is in Tottenham's court. Last week at the Leicester game, I got the feeling like it doesn't, like a couple of years ago, it doesn't matter what they do, we'll win. Same today, says Red Steve. Um, I thought Gomez was bloody good at right back today, just not as good as the Liverpool right back. Defensively excellent, says Passio, which is fair. Short sleeves and gloves on the mad Colombian. I'm in love already. Says Calvin Van Doren. Sukvinder Singh says, Come on, you know what you read. Uh, Kev Ball says, Match of the day, can't wait to talk about it. The golf side goal, yeah, I'd say so. And um, But all that matters is three points at the business end of this season, says Klopp the Mystic. Uh, the midfield just didn't sit right with me, Kev. No, um, it's. It, uh, go on, sorry. I, I thought Kate was fairly anonymous. Yeah. All right. Um, and although Chamberlain tried going forward I just felt we were so open when they got a chance to run at us especially in the first 15 I thought where are these two gone I felt sorry for Henderson I think he was trying to cover a lot of ground that middle of the park because Norwich in the first 15 for me were playing two and three passes and they were getting at Henderson and it's hard they had five in midfield they had three lads sitting in there and they were literally getting doubling up on Henderson and running at him which is not I've no issue that way Henderson for me didn't do it today because he, he spent an awful lot of time playing the ball backwards and he spent a lot of time playing balls, easy ones to fullbacks. Instead of turning out with the ball and being confident in himself, to turn out and commit a Norwich player and get beyond them and then look to play, that's where I felt Henderson let him down. Let, let himself down, just in that sense. Going backwards, he worked very hard and I think he was left a bit exposed by the other two. But you can have your say on him. Yeah, I thought he was the way when he got the ball, he kept it moving, he kept it ticking over. He was the system we we, we lined up in a four two three one from the start. It was so blatantly obvious, and to to get that to work, you have to have an outlet up front that you can bounce off. And Chamberlain was supposed to be that, and he wasn't. It, it whether he just couldn't pick up the right spaces or. When he did get it, it bounced off him. It just never worked. And when you're left, and you and he was left two v three v one, two v one, because Naby was going on a wander. Then, in a, against a four three three, you are going to get played around. And Norwich are very confident in the way they were playing around. You know, they they managed to get a quick ball out and move it up front really well. In the majority of cases, once they broke the press of of the front four, they were at you and. That's probably, I put a lot of the blame for not correcting it early enough on Klopp. 
he should have seen this after 15 minutes and switched it to a 4-3-3 and asked Sadio to drop deeper to make the extra extra man he didn't. But saying all of that, we still had more than enough chances in the first half. Mm. You know, they were limited yeah, we to one or two chances, but I thought <clears throat> in general... After the, after the had, pukey chance, that's it for Norwich. Yeah, we had the better of the play. Yeah, after the pukey chance, that's it. Liverpool are in complete control. Ben Ebbett says, I thought Henderson was really good. Uh, Peter Anderson is utterly opposed to the narrative that Hendo isn't good enough in the six. He had a great game. I'm not saying he's not good enough in the six. I'm just saying... In the defensive side of the game, I thought he done really well. And even coupled with the fact that I don't think Chamberlain and, and at times Kate gave him an awful lot of help. I'm saying in that position against that sort of opposition, he needs to turn out with the ball more. You know, there was a couple of times, like he went on the break early in the game and he's running with it and there's three guys in front of him and he stops and turns and plays it back to the centre-back. You know, yeah. now there is times when you need to get it down and you you ping it to a, a centre-back or a full-back just to get yourself set. You might be under a bit of pressure and slow it down, and I've no problem with that. But the game today called for Henderson, I think, to progress a little bit more with the ball. Fabinho would do it. Fabinho would take it yeah. and, and commit somebody, go go beyond them. He might play the full-back then, but he's committed something. He's committed someone where, you know, we've won less Norwich player behind the ball. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And oh, no, in fairness, I thought as mean, the game went on, as the game went on, I thought Henderson got better and better. Yeah. But I think that, and I think it was helped by the fact of the changes we made. But we'll get on to that. But, oh, yeah. but there was some misses. Like Simakas one was fucking mad, wasn't it? Like all he had to do was get over the ball. Yeah. Whether he slips when he takes it, or hits it too it well. A, it was a harder chance to miss. Yeah. It was a harder chance to miss, and he had one then with on his right foot. That yeah, look, his right foot is for sending on. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's but the one on the one that the cross came across for all he had to do was get over it and get it on target, and it or, was or it. even scuff it. Yeah, actually, anything. do you know what? Miss hit it and it goes in the goal. <laughs> Miss hit it in any way, it goes in the goal. Yeah, yeah. it was just one of those. And the thing Catches is, that was clean. so early as well. Yeah, and do you know what? He was really good, Simicast. I thought, at getting in at that back post. He, you know, Robertson's step stands out a little bit more because he's nearly like, um. He's the outlet. If we lose a ball off the back post, say a man, he gets it or a Diaz today. Robertson's always kind of in that area, 15 yards from goal on the, on the line of the box where he's going, give it to me and I'll put it back in or I'll filter it back out to the midfield and we go again. But Simicas yeah. was intent on getting in at that back post. And there was yeah, a couple was of balls from, uh, Ox. There was one from Hendo, which was good around the back and, and it was causing them problems, wasn't it? Like they clear it one was, off yeah. the line from a solid header. Um, just, it should we could have went in there three one and a half time, Kev. Yeah, yeah, and, and there wouldn't have been much of an argument about it. And it's a different game. I mean, some of the reaction at halftime was over the top to say the least. But you expect that. Where are you I, reading? I, it? Where do you think? Well, then that's your, it's your fault. <laughs> that's my fault. In mm. fairness, I was looking at the um, at our um, Telegram group, and it was very measured. You could tell the difference. Yeah, and it was um, look, it'll come, and it would. It was one of those games where we were just creating too many chances for it not to fall right, and it was unfortunate the way they got ahead. But it was probably to kick up the arse that they needed to sort themselves out yeah. and start taking things more seriously, and they did. Yeah, and you know, and you know what, like um, like I said, Salah down the right, I thought was brilliant. Um. I, I think Brandon Williams is a decent footballer. He's on loan from United. Um, 
but Salah had him inside out. I don't know how many times. And then it got to the stage where he's afraid to go near him or get close to him because yeah. he was at one stage he was down, he's down the, the right hand side of the first half and there was players everywhere and all of a sudden he just comes out with it. I don't know how he done it, but he gets out of it. And I think Brandon Williams went, if I get too tight here and he's going to destroy me, but then he wasn't getting tight enough and Salah was able to pick passes and, and, and going that way. But down the left hand side, I felt that although Simicast was trying to get in at the back post, I get all that. They were missing that midfielder. You know, when you're playing a 4-2-3-1, they were missing that midfielder that's on, like a Thiago on the left of a tree where it's, yeah, it's he's there all the time. And Luis Diaz could stay out wide. He was trying to get inside a bit more and it, it wasn't kind of working there on the left-hand side. I but, mean, I ha- but I have time. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't worried. Were you worried? No, I wasn't worried. I thought Luis Diaz in the first half, I thought he was fairly anonymous. Hmm. Um, good again, shot. He, good, he actually had a good shot where he came inside and he was unlucky. Yeah, shifting inside. He was, he was. You could tell he was. Um, he's new, you know, and he's got. He's going to have to settle, but at the minute, with what's looking, with the couple of injuries that we've picked up, he's going to have to learn on the job. But yeah. in the second half, when we change, when we made the changes, and changed shape, he came into his own. He yeah. was a different yeah. player. The Tor says, I think we need to reflect on how ridiculous the level is. We be critical, but look at the margin for error. It's unreal the start of the league. It's unreal how the start of the league is. Every game is is a just win for Liverpool. Um, JLL, the boy, says, how, how bad is the Anfield pitch looking, by the way? Six more home games in two weeks isn't going to help. I think it's absolutely being battered over the last 48 hours with incessant rain. And no yeah. matter how good your pitch is, um, and no matter how well you treat it, once it's that wet and you get players running all over it, it's going to suffer. But trust me, they'll be all over that pitch from now until Wednesday and it'll look fine come Wednesday and a little bit of dry weather and it'll absolutely fine because like pitches will cut up a little bit. But I thought the pitch held up fairly well for the yeah, amount it of played, bad it weather. Played, it played evenly enough anyway. You know, the passes were pretty bright. You know, it turned up a little bit. You expect that yeah. after the, I mean, the weather that we've had in the last two days for anyone who's not in the UK yeah. or in Ireland, yeah. my God, it's, it's been atrocious for the last few days. Yeah. But all I it watched, needs I now is a, thing, a good bit I, of drying weather and you'd be grand. I watched a thing, a shout out for another YouTube channel here, right? Completely not relevant to us, but Big Jet TV, right? One of the lads showed me, the, one of the lads in the WhatsApp group banged it in yesterday. And he was like, check this out, boys. They're trying to land the planes at Heathrow. And I knocked around at about, half 12 just had her on my phone on the counter in the kitchen and your mum was going from 9 o'clock that morning right and you want to see the planes coming in trying to land they were sideways it was ridiculous well, and they got, we lost our yeah we lost our power about half past 8 yesterday morning and it came back on around tea time yeah so it was like I seen when I when I turned my phone back on and I seen like you got to check this out you got to check this out yeah. I had a quick look after it man it, it was it, unbelievable it was and he was did you see the, the one with the ferry I see gar- the one with the ferry, but this fella on Big Jet TV was on like the top of his car, up on a hill, looking over Heathrow, there was horses running around him and everything, and there was like quarter of a million people watching it. He ended up getting, six, I think, like 6.6 million views I had today. Um, oh, it was absolutely massive. incredible, and um, that was a, that was the sort of weather we had. Like In the space of an hour where I am yesterday, it was really windy, sunny, lashing rain, sleet, hail, snow. Yeah. Sunny again, um, but the wind just never gave up, and then it lashed rain overnight again. But um, 
Chris says the only the only big disappointment today was our bet made performance. I believe we came around thirty something, um, and that was Daniel Dawson. I think that was uh, given the uh, picks this week, so he's off the list. He's not playing <laughs> anymore. Um, but we'll have an, we'll have another go during the week for the Leeds game um, as we move on. Anyway, half time. It's nil nil. I'm never worried. Because I always feel Klopp would have had a look at 45. He would have picked out things we had to do. And he usually sends them back out and we're really good. Um, especially when we're not cruising. When we need something, we're usually really good. But yeah. there's a bit of a sucker punch that comes. Rashika gets that goal. Um, it's just one yeah, of those. Was... Like, he's probably not closed down quick enough. Matip can't do anything. Alisson can't really do anything. No. And we're 1-0 down. And that's probably where... Um, that's yeah, Alisson had the yeah, Allison hadn't a chance. Um, Ox could have probably closed the angle a bit better, but to be fair, Rashika turns in quick and gets his shot off. Once the shot went off, Joel Matip, it's a natural reaction to put your foot out. And it's one of those. If it goes, it goes. You know, at 1-0 down, you're thinking, yeah, could have done without that. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it was... It wasn't the 88-minute you know, Kev, it was the 48, yeah, so you're kind of... That was going, a long time to long go. Long time to go. And for all that, we weren't great in the first half, although we did have chances. Norwich had to do an awful lot of running to cover spaces. Yeah. And even if they got out and played up the pitch, we got back at them straight away. So Norwich had to work very, very, very hard. And Dean Smith was probably looking going, I don't really want to change that in here. It's working. They're going to get tired, but it's working at the moment. Um, And... That goal for them, you could see when they scored, he was absolutely delighted and rightfully so, but I just yeah. felt it's 47, 48 minutes. We'll be all right. We just need to keep playing. Um, Taurus's thoughts and prayers for the F. How will they resolve the conflict next week? Can't be happy with a City win and can't be happy with an Everton win. Yeah, that's how it goes. Beating 2-0 at Southampton today. Um, but it's all right. Frank knows it's their life. So it's all good. And they'll have to flag during the week, I'd say. Um, he changes the Kev. Yeah, he changes it and he makes he makes moves. He takes off Ox and Kate. He puts on Thiago and Origi. Goes four four two, um, you know. And Mane gets knows the situation. Yeah, what? but he knows Klopp knows the situation straight away. One goal isn't enough. You have to get two. Yeah, and you have to give yourself enough time to do it. And I didn't expect him to bring on Origi, but it was definitely the right call because we needed someone to play off. Bit of, um, bit of physicality because you, you yeah. would have thought in normal circumstances Minamino would have been the choice off the bench. Yeah. But Minamino is in stature and the way he wants to play is similar to Salah, similar to Mane, similar to Diaz where he needed something different and, and Origi's back, he's fit and gets on the pitch. Yeah. It's a great equaliser though. Although I it think was a great keeper's goal. a bit poor. Keeper could have done better but it was a great finish because he, he turned himself into a pretzel to finish it. And but Thiago, when he came on, you saw the difference in what a midfielder is. And look, I think Ox and Naby Keita are very good players. Thiago is just a different level. He's just a different footballer. You know, he's just, he's one of these players that you'll pay your money to see, irrespective of who he's playing for. Yeah. If he was playing for Chelsea, I would <clears throat> sit down and watch Chelsea to watch him. Yeah. You know, and there this aren't is what I'm too many this is, players this is, out there like that. But this is why, in my opinion, you don't drop both him and Fabinho. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm all about the options, and I'm all about moving players around. But if you, if you don't want to play, if you don't want to play Fabinho today, 
you put Henderson in and you put Thiago beside him. If you don't want to play Thiago, you put Fabinho in and you put Henderson in there. Do you get me? Yeah. Because yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you need the way we want to play, and it's I don't know if it's not obvious to people, but you need someone to protect, someone to control, and someone to penetrate. And them two are vitally important to it. You, they can play every game, but you could see the drop off in the control. Although we had loads of field possession and, and territory and yeah. all that. I, I'm talking about a lack of control. I'm talking about a control where when Thiago gets on it, he's going to move the other team around and he's going to hit passes that you don't even see. You know, yeah. that sort of way. And it's very hard to compare him to any player, I think, in our squad with that sort of passing range. But but that's why the midfield worried me a bit. But uh, look, we get the we get the equalizer. I was delighted for Satmane as well, because yeah. he tried really hard today, uh, yeah. playing centrally. It's a new position for him and you know, he's played right, he's played left, he's played in a 10. But playing as an out-and-out out nine in meaningful games, he hasn't done that often. Yeah. And he doesn't do it at international level very often either. So, it's... it's He needed the goal. You could tell he needed the goal because of the way, you know, he hasn't been in top form. Even when he was playing for Senegal... He still missed an awful lot of chances in that AFCON. And coming back, he's had a couple of half chances. And even today, he could have had a hat trick today yeah. for the chances that he missed. Yeah. But the way he turned himself into a pretzel for that goal was great finish. And we, and we get that on, I think it's 64, um, we scored that one. And, you know, Sexy Saturn says uh, 10 out of 10 for the fans, they incredible noise when we needed to start the comeback. And, you know, their goal is probably the trigger where the fans go, oh, right, we're just... Yeah, there's a game on there. There's a game on now, and we did up... The, I think the team up the levels, I think the fans up the levels. And then Salah makes it 2-1. An assist from Alison Becker. Um, <laughs> Norwich on the attack. Alison gets it. Hits this long rake and ball. Slips as he hits it. Salah is very cool in what he does. You know, he, he, he yeah. gets in on goal. He, the keeper comes out to me, kind of... Oh, I can't go around them. I'll just go back the other way. Two defenders all over the place, rolls in the net. But how are Norris letting them in from a seventy-yard panic? Pure, pure panic. Do you think because it's panic because we were attacking and all of a sudden they're just lashing long balls over the top of us? It's because of who it is and where he is. You have Salah, he's central, and you're on the back. You're not set. You're not in a in a line of four with protection. So, his composure. His composure for that is unreal. The amount of strikers who would have panicked or who would have taken it on and just whipped, you know, tried to lash it, he just rolls it back and side foots it into the space. You know, it was just, it was such a good goal. Yeah. You know, when you see it back, the more you, the more you see it, you see how composed he is. He knew, he knew exactly what he was doing. And it's you know, crucial and that we, I think, it was vital. If, like Salah score or, or Mane scores, right? And, you know, it's great we're back on level terms, but Norwich straight away would have been thinking to themselves, okay, listen, let's hold out for another, it was 64 Manny scores, let's hold out till 75. And then we might make changes and then they'll get a bit jittery and could we open yeah. up chances for yeah. ourselves. Even we though they went on the attack an awful lot. <clears throat> but to get that second goal, Kev, was, was huge, wasn't it? Because it puts us ahead and now Norwich, although they might stick to some sort of game plan where they look for a big last 10, you know, it's, it's the kick on it gives Liverpool and it's the momentum it gets and the crowd is up and it's not like Norwich can just kind of hang in there because Liverpool are going for the throat then. Yeah, I mean, 
from the time he went 4-4-2, the game became a little bit more open. But we were creating a lot more chances. We were really getting at him. And there was a lot more movement and fluidity in the in the forward players as well. You know, they were popping off in different areas. So Joe Gomez held his position pretty well at right back. He held back a bit, which allowed Simicast to really bomb on. And mm. he, he he was more like a left winger towards the end of the last 15 minutes. He He was... So much energy for someone who hasn't played regular football for a while. He was non-style. He was relentless. Yeah. And it just gave you so many options because it allowed Diaz to come centrally with Origi and it gave Sadio a free roll. And the Norwich, the, the Norwich back four and the, front, the midfielders would be like, who the hell did you pick up? That's the difference in the changes he makes and the approach he gets because somebody says there when, when Thiago comes on the pitch he's basically telling people 4-2-4 four, four. and yeah. well, instead of Diaz in the first half you know coming a bit deep and inside Kate is sitting deep Ox getting a bit lost you know Gomez isn't going to charge forward and create loads for you although we think he's done alright first half yeah, I think he's done okay. in that sense when you make those changes that bit where Liverpool are basically saying, right, we're putting Diaz out there, we're putting Salah, we're putting Manning, and, and we're adding one more into the mix in the in the middle, in Origi. And we've all the confidence now that, you know, our both our fullbacks can get up and down, and our two lads in midfield, Henderson will press you, and Thiago, if you give him the ball, he'll just move you around all over the place. And that's where Norwich's issues came from. The fact that we put extra men up there and committed ourselves more, and, yeah. you know, kept within the game, I thought, I thought it was huge, but... Um, Thiago... When, when he got on the ball, you were right in what you were saying about the first half. He committed players, and if he couldn't go past them, he laid it off and allowed the ball to do the work. Yeah. But he made them come to him first to create space. And there was one bit in the second half where Joe Gomez had to open his legs up. And yeah. I think, I can't remember, it might have been Puki that was through, but Matip had made a, a slip and he wouldn't. The Norwich forward was almost in, and Gomez just opened his legs up and went. And that was a pace I was looking to see all game. I was like, mm. is that still there? Does he have the confidence in himself to slip himself and let himself go? And he did. It was good to see. I thought he had an overall, for someone who hasn't played in a long time. Yeah. In okay. a, that was his first Premier League start. Yeah. I thought he was really good for someone who hasn't played in a, in a good while. Just a little note on um, on Firmino, Chris Brax's Klopp's comments on Firmino. He didn't feel it in the game versus Inter, but he's out for a while. Which Aish. is interesting. <clears throat> because he plays and he finishes the game against Inter. Yeah. And yeah, we just have to wait and see. Um, Adre- adrenaline can mask an awful lot of things. So. Yeah. So he could be out for a bit. We'll have to see what happens with Jota. But right now, you're probably looking at Rigi getting more time. Minamino getting more time. We have got Diaz, we have Salah, and we have um, Mane. So, again, we had great options, two of them. Um, look down at the moment. We'll have to see how long it will be. Um, mm. Let me see. Uh, Red Steve that, says, that was, that was me... That was me that said that guy. Feel free to use any of my comments as your own. I didn't use it as my own. I said, somebody just said, he came on and said 424, if that's what you're relating to. So I, I just didn't name you. Um, very, very touchy for a Saturday afternoon. Um, after that, I think we're, we're fairly in control, Kev. Um, You know, we're on top of them. They're finding it harder and harder to get out. They're tiring. And it's topped off by a goal from Luis Diaz. It's a really good ball from Henderson. Again, better movement, 
more adventure really nice with the ball. Yeah, yeah, but but that's not what we were seeing in the first half. No. This is what I'm trying to say. In the first half, it was all side to side, you know, very little movement. Players not pulling out position to let others run in, where this one was perfect. This one was like Gomez gets it. I think it's Thiago passes it to Hendo. And Hendo just sees a gap because we've manufactured that gap for someone yeah. to run into. And Diaz takes off into it. It's a great force touch and it's a brilliant, brilliant finish, isn't it? It's a lovely finish and the confidence you hope that will give him going forward will be fantastic for him. It's important, I think, for any new sign, especially a forward signing coming into it must be intimidating. You know, you're coming into a front four that are either world-class or are on the verge of it, you know, with Salah, Jota, Manny and Bobby, that you have to prove yourself if you want to compete with them and get their respect and <coughs> show why the manager bought you. And he does. He, the, while he was a bit anonymous in the first half, when we went four two four 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 two, he was much better. He mm. went centrally, and he was he became more involved in the game. And he's so strong, yeah. physically for someone who coming into the league on the ball. He is really really strong. Mm-hmm. Really impressed with his second half. And and the thing is, like you see him, you'll see him go centrally. You'll see him go left. <clears throat> you'll see him. But the first half, I think he looked a bit confused as to am we meant to stay out here? Am we meant to get in a bit? Narrow because you you see you do see Mane do that where you'd have say a Thiago in the eight you'd have Robertson wide and you will see Mane start off inside him and make those runs down the line to get it off him and I think yeah. he was trying that but because we didn't have that extra body you know in that area of the pitch in the first half I think Diaz looked a bit confused for me and when he got on it he was quite good like he does have that shot yeah. first half that he goes to Bender in the top corner he's not far off but you can't see him. It seemed like it was a light bulb moment, you know, when we go to that four two four, and he's like, "Oh, I can go in here now, and I can make these runs," and I, and it was working an awful lot better for him. Um, but he in makes fairness, it Stadio was probably that bit better when he was out wide. Yeah, he well, just, that's the thing. You know what I mean? They, they are used to like, although they're quite multifunctional, they do like certain parts of the. Um, they do like certain parts of the pitch that they yeah. like to play in. And that's that's absolutely fair enough. The big thing about the goal for me is, is like I said, it's a brilliant ball from Henderson. It's like a slow drill pass and he, he gets onto it, right? And the funny thing is, if you watch him do the night against Inter, he gets a very similar pass from Trent. Not No, it's it's closer to him uh, that Trent hits it. But he takes that touch, yeah? He takes yeah, the touch yeah, yeah. And, he, and he goes to take, I think he goes to take another one when he should hit it first time. Whereas this one, he knows touch, finish, touch, finish. Yeah. You know, sort of way. And obviously, yeah. the confidence You can tell there. that was a finish. That's a finish he's done 100, 100 yeah, times. Yeah, but that, that's, times. that's a finish of a finisher yeah. for me. Because it would have been very easy for him to take that on his right foot and try to hammer it with his left. You know, hammer it yeah. low to the keeper's right. But he doesn't. He just takes it. And it's a little clip. And it's in the corner of the net. And um, the place yeah. go mad. And he has been... A, the Lewis... Uh, the Suarez song has been now adopted for Diaz, so we'll have to see how people react to that. Um, Liverpool don't usually go back on old songs and give it to new players, but no, if, we'll if see it, how, if how it pans works, out. But if it works, it works. It was nice to hear it ringing around Anfield for the right reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, result is all that matters, but it was nice to see him get his get his goal. And top off with a very a good second half performance. Hmm. You know, despite their goal, it, 
I, thought, I just had a quick glance at the stats before we came on. I think we had some like seventy percent possession overall, mm-hmm. twenty odd attempts on goal, yeah, I don't, thirteen percent from they, outside the box. I always look for. I know when I'm looking, I think at we caught him offside five times as well. Yeah, when I'm looking at the stats, I kind of look at you know like we've twenty nine shots to their six. They have one on target, which is the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, we have six hundred and twenty two passes to their two hundred and fifteen. Um, we've 397 passes in their half more passes in their half than in theirs they have 65 in their half and 150 yeah. in their own so you can see how kind of dominant Liverpool were and the result came in the end you know yeah. and we didn't panic I like that about us we didn't panic we did make changes but we didn't make changes where you go what the fuck is this we just made changes to get players into the game more and commit ourselves a bit more and give them something more to think about because yeah, as much as myth, as much as we have as much as we have um lots of possession and stuff like that, sometimes it can be a bit it can be a bit of a smoke screen for actually how the game is gone, you know. Um yeah, yeah. Matt asks, uh, Gav, which he, he's asked this earlier, which player from the opposition would you take today? Um none of them. No. None of them. I think Rashik is a good player, but I wouldn't put him in the Liverpool side. Um, no, I thought Max Aaron's did okay. Um but again, is he going to leave a Norwich to sit on the bench and be and maybe get four or five starts in a season when he's well capable of playing for most mid-table Premier League sides yeah. and starting for him? I don't think he is. Yeah. So. No, there wouldn't be anyone on that side today where I go, yeah, I'd get him for Liverpool. Um, I thought that midfield done quite well in the fourth half. Um, they tried to play, which in fairness, yeah. um, most sides Norwich do. But that's not as big as downfall in the last couple of years, especially in the Premier League, where they try overplay and they don't have another way of playing, where they mixed it up a little bit today, in fairness to them, under Dean Smith. Um, before we go, um, man of the match. Joe, it, it's it's tough one, but I, I give it to Salah, because I thought he... Brandon Williams, he, he ran him ragged, and I felt... <laughs> Everything that he tried worked. You know, he had some really good efforts as well. Um, some good crosses into the box didn't quite work out. Got his goal. Um, yeah, no, look, I, there's two or three you could give it to, but I, I'd give it to more. I thought it was really good today. Okay. Fuck off, Spurs have gone one up at the Etihad had against my language. Man City. Um, it's alright. It's beyond the watershed. Five o'clock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, man of the match, I think, is. I thought Salah was very good. Like, I thought he was their, their you know, absolute, um, he was just an outlet all the time, mm. you know, and he was at them all the time. And he, Salah will always make some strange decisions in the game and sometimes he will be, um, sometimes he will look a bit selfish. But Jesus, like, you know, um, I, thought he, I thought he was really good. Yeah, I think I'll probably have to go with Salah. I, th- yeah. I think I mentioned for Joe Gomez coming back, like you said. Well, um, Gomez and Simicast were good as well. You know, they offered with... Simicast ran forever. You know, yeah, he and some of he his, never stopped. Deli- yeah, some of his deliveries were really good. It's just no one in there, you know. And when he needed to come out and turn it around and play the other way, he was fine. He was defending, was really good. Um, Should have scored yeah, should have scored. 
I think if, if he, he scores, scores that, he's right up there if for he scores that, he's, yeah. yeah, he's... Because he's, he's open well the score and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah. Red Steel said he, he was out in the garden earlier and had to swap for a thinner hoodie. It's not easy, this fleece game, so respect to you. Um, <laughs> there's not an awful lot of work in it. Basically, uh, like I said, I have about four or five of them just that just hang around the house. And I just put them on at different times, you know. So, um, but don't slag the fleece; they're good. I'm in a t-shirt today. It's warm in the house today, but um, overall, um, yeah, yeah, that's dragon, dragon ball football. <laughs> uh, sport, sport, score too early. Um, yeah, five minutes in is not a good time to score. Do it five minutes no. from the end, and you might have a chance. But we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, let's go with Salah. I think I'd give a mention to Gomez for his first game back, but overall, I think Salah was, was very good. He gets a goal. That's 150 for Liverpool now, um, which is absolutely amazing. Um, we'll be back tomorrow night at 10pm with the Fatback 4, and next week, the cop update should be with you every day bar Thursday. Um, I won't be here on Thursday, but every day bar Thursday. I mean, we have loads of shows all through the week as well. Make sure to check out Failicon. Link in the description for their website and for the donate page. It's we're doing quite well at the moment. Um, but if you can, if you can donate, brilliant. If not, share wherever you can because we were determined to get to this ten grand by the tenth of June, and I think we can do it with the help of the people that know the podcast, help the people in this chat in our Telegram uh, chat app, um, on across social media. I'm, I think we can definitely, definitely do it. Check out Betmate as well. We're terrible at it, um, but it's really good to keep an eye on. Um, and your link is in the description as well. You go in there, you click on it, it takes you a minute to set up. You can have a free pot when you do it. Absolutely nothing has to be um, put in there. And you can see how it works and take it from there. But always remember to gamble responsibly. All right. Um, that is it. Kev, anything else before we go? No, just uh, looking forward now to go watch the Spurs game. And then we got the American fight tonight. Yep, and then so, back to Liverpool on Wednesday against Leeds at Anfield. Right, it's coming thick and fast. That's been it. That has been the full time reds for me and Kev. Um, thanks for all the likes, the shares, the subscribers if you've subscribed, and all the comments, of course, that are always brilliant on every show that we do. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.